Good morning. This is the Talk About God podcast, and um, I'm AB. And Lord, I am back on that struggle bus. Um, the enemy is trying to get me to spiral again because let's be honest, it's pretty easy. Um, and it's between our world, right? <laughs> And our justice system and just uh, all of it just sucks. Um, Which again, I refuse because I do know after you so kindly reminded me that there's not a moment that you don't go with me. So I thank you. I thank you for waking me. Um, I thank you for the book of... What? fun little short books so philippians colossians first thessalonians second thessalonians and two first timothy um i did get to spend some really good time um i I woke up way early (sighs) they're all really short so i thank you um for the short but sweet words that you have for us um I was in 2 Thessalonians 2. Um, that even then, even then, um, second, or it's actually 2 Thessalonians 2, verse 2. Not to become easily unsettled or alarmed by the teachings allegedly from us, whether by prophecy or word of mouth or by letter, asserting that the day of the Lord has already come. Do not let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed. The man doomed to destruction. He will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God. Or worshipped, so that he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming to himself to be a god. Don't you remember that when I was with you, I used to tell you these things, and now you know what is holding him back, so that he may be revealed at the proper time. I'm gonna switch over to Amplified. For the mystery of lawlessness, rebellion against divine authority, and the coming reign of lawlessness, which I'm pretty sure, are we not, I feel like we're in that, Father. (laughs) Is that not like we've got people riding in the streets against the, you know, the legal, the the man-made law. We've got even Christians breaking your law and saying they're okay with killing babies. Um, We've got those in the church who say they you're okay with homosexuality even though there's a lot of um verses that say you're not and that doesn't mean that I don't think we should still love right I feel like I have to always say that because I know there's going to be someone in the world who at one point in time is going to listen and then they're going to try and say that I'm giving hate speech when I'm not not at all 
We are called to love one another regardless, not judge. But we are called to call out sin in one another in the constructs of the church. In the church. So church members are called to call out other church members within the body of Christ. I, that's what it says. I can't, I can't do anything about it. Anyway. Um, against divine authority in the coming reign of lawlessness is already at work, but, be, but it is restrained only until he who knows only until he who now restrains it is taken out of the way. Then the lawless one, the Antichrist, will be revealed and the Lord Jesus will slay him with the breath of his mouth and bring him to an end by the appearance of his coming. The coming of the Antichrist, the lawless, the one is through the activity of Satan, attended with great power of all kinds of counterfeit miracles and deceptive signs and false wonders, all of them lies, and by unlimited seduction to evil and with all deception of wickedness for those who are perishing because they did not welcome the love of the truth of the gospel so as to be saved. They were spiritually blind and rejected the truth that they would have saved that would have saved them. But because of God's will, because of this, God's will send upon them misleading influence and misleading influence an activity of error and deception so that they will believe the lie in order that they all may be judged and condemned who did not believe the truth about their sin and needed for salvation and truth about their sin and the need for salvation through Christ. Man, I cannot read this morning. I'm so sorry, Father. But that just goes right along with exactly what I just said. That there are people who are blind and they are being misled and they believe a lie and they're going to get condemned. And that's the whole point of calling each other out. It's not out of hate. It's saying, I love you so much. I don't want you to go to hell. I don't want anyone to go to hell. There's not a single person that I ever feel is worthy of hell. I mean, make no mistake. Hitler was awful. Absolutely, positively. If anybody was deserving of hell, I think that he might have been in top running. However, I believe in the grace of God and the love and the mercy of my Lord and Savior. And hell's awful. So, yeah, I don't know. It's rough. So you have to believe the truth about your sin and your need for salvation through Christ. But if you instead took pleasures in unrighteousness... you're you're condemned and I don't know I just would really rather not be condemned but we shouldn't are morally obligated as debtors always to give thanks to you to God for you believers beloved by the Lord because God has chosen you from the beginning for salvation through the sanctification work of the spirit that sets you apart for God's purpose and by your faith in the truth of God's word that leads to to spiritual maturity 
it was to this end that he called you through our gospel. And so I'm just thankful. Um, I know I've already touched on um, the whole predestined thing. And I know a lot of people get upset about the idea of it. I don't think it's predestined in the fact that God handpicked and it didn't matter what you did. You weren't going to get in. I don't personally feel like it's that way. Lord, I pray that if I'm wrong, that you please um, help me to learn so that I can become right (laughs) in, in that, um, I definitely don't want to lead anyone astray, but I still sincerely believe that it's because you knew, you knew from the beginning how every bit of it played out and who all was and was not. And that's what it's referring to on the preordained or predestined, um, aspect. It's not that you handpicked people, and you are just mean enough that you are willing to send people to de- to damnation, but that you already knew, you already knew who was going to accept you and who wasn't, because you've already seen this all. You've already seen how every bit of this play out, plays out. And so I thank you. Um, Father, I'd be lying if I didn't sit here and say that while I know that you go with me and I know that you go before me, I'm still kind of scared. I am, I'm still worried about the fact that our country seems to be very divided, very divided right now. I don't genuinely believe that either of the president's, you know, options, um, which now, of course, the um, Electoral College has voted and they voted for Biden. Um, if, if I am accurate in that, um, uh, did they? Yep. They did. But anyway, sorry, apparently I'm just <laughs> gotten to an article that I probably shouldn't be in. Um, but anyway, God, I do thank you. I thank you because I know that I can trust you. I thank you because I know that in these feelings, in this time when I think a lot of us are confused and not really that Biden won, which is like, again, I said, I, it's fine. Um, I just don't understand why we don't want to make sure that there is transparency in our elections. And now it's gone on twice that both sides have now claimed that there is fraud. And we still have not 
dug into that, which just makes me wonder what's going to happen in four more years. Um, but I do, I do know that no matter what you, you are in this, you are in this. I do not believe that prayers have been in vain. I do not believe that the world's going to end just yet. (laughs) I think I'm going to see the antichrist soon. I think that that's coming. Um, I think that no matter what, your love is good. You are good. And I can trust you. Even when I don't know. Because I don't know a lot of stuff, right? <laughs> There's so many things I don't know. Um, but I know you're good. And I know you're just. And I know that you're merciful. And those are the things that I know I need. And that this world needs. And so I just pray that you be with us all. Every single person um, on both sides of the divide because we are failing. We're failing. And it's on both sides. You know, when I see articles about transgender activists saying that everyone should be allowing their children to take hormone suppressants until they decide what gender they are. Well, now that scares me. That worries me. That bothers me. Reason being, if you're an adult and you make adult decisions to change your body, that's one thing. That's totally one thing. But if you are a child and you change your chemical components, well, now you're messing with brain development, right? You're, you're messing stuff up. And whether I agree with what decisions my child makes as an adult or not, I mean, in all fairness, it doesn't really matter. They're an adult, right? At that point, as a parent, all I can do is pray for them and love them in, in spite of whatever sin they got going on. Because make no mistake, there is not a single perfect human being out there. My parents have to love me in spite of my sin. It's the way it works. Um, but to enable them to quite literally possibly damage themselves by limiting the ability for brain development. On top of the fact of... Are you going to try and now convince children that if they were born, you know, for my personal, you know, thing, you know, I was born a girl. That's it. That's what my chromosomes are. That's what my gender is. Um, I do fully understand that there are people who are born who identify differently. I'm not discrediting someone else's identification. I'm just saying that identification, because there's so many different identifications, doesn't necessarily correlate with the chemical makeup and sex of a human being. And so with that being said, I mean, at that point, what gen... like. There's an unlimited, like, 60-some-odd different genders at this point. 
that they can choose to be and like who who's to say what body type goes with that now that's a whole different issue so i'm just i'm confused why suppressing hormones is the solution doesn't make any sense to me i will not do harm to my child i refuse and every other parent in the entire country should also refuse to do harm i know that there are are court cases and things saying that you're harming your child if you do not allow them to take these suppressants but i want to see the science show me the science give me proof okay of which one's more harmful give me proof if you can't give me proof because there's not been a lot of science going around lately we've been doing a lot of fear-mongering a lot of pressuring people a lot of pushing a lot of court orders over things that don't matter that are being fought daily i mean you can sue mcdonald's for your coffee being too hot and win like this this world has gotten insane to me and so i need i need scientific evidence that's what i need um And what happens if a kid identifies as the gender that they are? What happens then? Are they shamed? Are they shunned? You know, are they told, no, 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 wait, you may not be. That's just what your parents told you you are. That may not really be your gender. And then are they then told, you know, well, maybe you're this, maybe you're that. Are are ideas being put in their heads? I mean, is that what's going to happen? Because I'm pretty sure that's what's happening. Um, You know, when I know that my own daughter came and said that it's popular here to be sexually confused. She's in a different country. And in America, it's popular to be sexually confused. And like in high school, this is something that used to be reserved for experimentation in college. Now we're doing it in high school. Um, And now they're pushing to want to what start puberty blockers in middle school. This is just too much for me. It's too much. And Lord, I pray that you be with us because I don't know where that ends. I don't know where that rabbit hole goes. I don't really want to go down that rabbit hole. And I pray that you please be with us as a culture because it's just another way to me that we've gotten so far from you that we're now trying to play God. First, we were cloning animals, which is dumb, but whatever. Now we're modifying we're trying to chemically and genetically modify our bodies and we're redefining things that have been established for thousands of years not all progress is good progress how about that not all progress is good progress And it's really kind of sad to see. So I just pray that you continue to be with us, Father. Continue to help me in navigating through this craziness. Because obviously, it's going to be something that I'm going to be subject to for quite a while. Um, I thank you that I am no longer scared of some of the things I'm going to have to live through. I'm just more confused as to how to navigate at this point and I thank you for that um and I know that you'll be with me as you always are um in all of it I pray that you guide me through this day I pray that you be with those who are sick 
I pray that you please bring the coronavirus to an end, Lord. And I don't really think wearing masks for 100 days is going to do it. We've got a 90-something percent um, compliance rate on the masks and hasn't done much of anything. I pray that you be with our economy. Um, Be with those who are out of work right now and, you know, struggling between eating or paying rent. Those are the realities that we're being faced with throughout the country. I would ge- I would venture to say that those people are more concerned about being kicked out on the street and being homeless than they are about getting coronavirus. It has a 99.7, I think. I think that's what I heard. 99.7% survival rate. And we're freaking out. We get the cold. We've gotten the flu. The flu killed people. Um... I get that it's new, but at some point we have to let people live or there are going to be things that are so much worse off. Um, I do still maintain that we should, you know, protect those who are vulnerable, right? The elderly, the sick, those should be protected. But I think that there are a lot of people who would love to get back to work so that they don't have to worry about where they're going to sleep or what they're going to eat just saying unemployment is running out and it can only go so far and there are many people who are in bad situations um so i pray that you please 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 be um be with our country there are hospitals shutting down which i find to be insane because i keep hearing um about how they're over capacity and you know the er's and the beds and all these things, and that might be the case in some places, but in other places, they're they're running out of funding and they're shutting down. So, I think that it's going to, by the end, cause so many more problems than what we even had anticipated. That the repercussions and the fallout from this are going to be felt for years to come. Um, because of constant decisions to continuously shut down. But... Again, I'm not a politician. I am not an economist. I'm just a girl trying to find that narrow gate while sitting in the midst of what I like to call the crazy world. But I love you, God. I thank you. I pray that you be with me in this day. Um, I'm so sorry I didn't get to sit with you yesterday. I always struggle when um, people are up and about in the house and it's too cold to go outside and thankfully this morning I praise you and I thank you that it's only 36 degrees which to me is warm enough to get out so I'm actually able to get out and um, have this wonderful conversation with you even though my house is um, yeah it's busy already Um, but I love you and I thank you Lord in Jesus name I pray amen So I just pray that um, you get in the word. I can't stress it enough. Please get in your word. Please get in your word. If there were any other time before now that was necessary to get in your word, I don't know that there is a time such as this. Get in your word. I know I keep preaching it, but I'm going to keep on, keep it on because it's going to be the only thing that saves you. Literally, you can listen to me and whatever and my crazy opinions and all of these things. None of that's going to matter. What's going to save you is getting in the word and learning who God is and learning to obey him and learning to seek him and things like that. And that way you can learn the truth. 
you can learn his voice and learn to discern the truth so that you won't get led astray. So I thank you for sticking it out with me. I pray that the Lord be with you and I pray that you get in the word and you hear his voice. Have a great day.